Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, thanks for joining me. My name is John Rawls, and I am the owner of Kavanaugh Media, the host of this show, the Christian Media Marketing Show, and I'm thankful for you taking some time to just hang out with me, whether you're listening to me in your ears from a podcast or watching the YouTube show here. Thanks for taking some time to hang out with me today. I hope that you had a good Thanksgiving, if that's a holiday that you are celebrating wherever you are at. I know it was a really good one for me. It was just so good to be able to have my family together and to honestly to unplug from the internet and just turn off the ringers, turn off the dings, spend some time with family, play some games. Uh, we went to a local hockey team here and just it, it watched a game. Just It was a lot of fun. And so I hope that you have those kind of times wherever you are. I've been on the field. I've literally lived halfway around the world from here in the U.S. and know what it's like when it comes to holiday time sometimes feeling like you are out of sight and out of mind. And I just want you to know that that's just not true. That I pray, even for those of you who I don't know your names, uh, I see the numbers, I see who, as far as countries and where and the amounts of people that are watching this show or listening to it, and I pray for you all. And, and one of the things that I pray for is that God would bless you, that whatever you hear from me that is good and true and beneficial, that you'll use that. And if it's not or what I'm saying is wrong, then I hope that you forget it quickly. I, I really just want what we do to be able to help you. We're at a point at Kavanaugh Media where we're growing. We've hired one more person that's come on. I'm really excited about it. We'll do a podcast and a show here in probably a few weeks once they come on full-time here with us and get completely integrated, that is, to our system. And so I'll introduce Joel to you, and Joel is his name. But as we grow, part of that, that transition, part of that shifting is just that my role even has to change that I have to be doing less in certain areas, which means that there are times where I just can't do the same things that I used to do. And that's just the reality of life itself, that as, as we age, as our ministries grow, as all those things are, we just have to ch- change sometimes through that. And so that goes the same with our strategies that the strategies that we're using have to keep changing. Things keep changing. As I'm recording this podcast, I'm going to be traveling um, overseas to do a training with, I think, seven different teams that are going to be represented there, three different organizations that are coming into it, where we're going to be training them, looking to launch. We have the One to Many, which is a project that we've started in several countries that is slowly but surely moving forward and and i'm really excited about the the partnership that i'm seeing but also just the fact that the lord in his timing is bringing these things about so i just know that as i've looked back on stuff that we've done some of the material some of the strategies aren't 
really that good anymore. Like they're not completely terrible. Some of them might be. Some of them might even get your account in in jeopardy if you're using fake accounts or doing whatever, which was you know the norm just a few years ago. But what I want to share with you today is a new strategy that we are using and we are testing, and I think it holds some value for you, specifically in places where there may be hostility to the gospel. Maybe it's a nation state or someone who's wanting to shut down what it is that you're doing. As I'm recording this podcast, there's been a tremendous amount of unrest in Iran and in China and many other places. And so it's just a reality that there are people that don't want the people within their countries to have opportunity to hear the good news and to hear the gospel. So there's different techniques and things that people do and in no way am I trying to say that we are cybersecurity experts or that we have all the answers or that anything we might say to you is completely bulletproof. In other words that it won't it will always work and you won't have issues. I am not saying that. Okay, so please do not hear that from me or from any of our Kavanaugh media team members. What I am saying is is I, I am actually really excited about this strategy because it's one that can work no matter what is happening and where you are. Some parts of the tools may have to change that I'm going to present to you, but the overall strategy is one where it is use something that's really common now to begin to share and a link to your evangelistic website and then even if that site gets blocked, the link itself can still work as it redirects to a different page. So let me dive into what I want to share with you today, and it's basically this concept of QR codes or using QR codes for your evangelism. When the pandemic hit, one of the things that began to make a resurgence was the use of QR codes. And even during the Super Bowl, you saw one of the ads was nothing but just a QR code, a bunch of them bouncing around on the screen. Well, the idea of this QR code evangelism is that we use dynamic QR codes that the QR code themselves, that image, that when your camera, which is built into anybody's smartphone now, sees that QR code, it opens up a link, they can click on it, and it takes them to your evangelistic website. Could be your Facebook page, wherever you want to take them on the internet. But a dynamic QR code is one that even if the link to where you're sending them to changes, the QR code itself doesn't have to change. So imagine printing out a thousand stickers, business cards, and we'll talk about this in just a second. The only way to block that is to either go around with spray paint and spray over all the QR codes or to attack the service that's doing this redirect. And I'll share what that is as we get going. So this whole idea of a QR code evangelism is that when the gospel is being censored, on the internet or social media ads or whatever else, you can use these QR codes to find people who are seeking Jesus. So the first part of that, the first step, is to generate the QR code. So the QR code can be created that redirects them to your evangelistic website. The QR code is just a collection of these, these different parts of an image a PNG or an SVG image that when the camera in a person's smartphone sees it, it redirects them. 
The service that I'm recommending, there's two different things you can do here. But the first one is just to use Bitly. And Bitly, B-I-T dot L-Y, is known for their link shortening service. So you have a really long URL, website address, or whatever, you can use Bitly to make it something really short. But do not use Bitly as the links that you're putting in your Facebook ads. It is almost a guaranteed way to get your ad account disabled. Don't use Bitly or link shorteners in your Facebook ads, all right? So if you're listening along, you're watching here, say it back with me. Don't use Bitly ads in your, the links in your Facebook ads. But there's another service that Bitly does, which is these QR code generators and the dynamic link part of it. So the person sees the QR code and they scan it, that takes them to Bitly, which then reads the QR code and sends them to where you have said you want them to go. Now, if that site goes offline or the ad changes or your Bible app changes or the URL for where it is changes, then you can change it on the back end within Bitly and you do not have to change your QR codes. But in a place where they may be hostile to the gospel, they're either going to have to spray paint over the QR codes or literally block all of Bitly for all the people in their country to be able to do that. And that can't happen because Bitly doesn't work from what we've been able to see right now in India. But there are other services out there. In fact, there's just basic Python code, and I will put some of that on my GitHub page at some point here. I've done it. I've created it. I literally put in the address, and it creates now this QR code. Very, very simple Python programming. So whether you want to build it yourself or use a free service like Bitly, it is a pretty powerful tool. So the second part to this, the second step, is to actually then print out the QR code. So Bitly creates these QR codes for you. It's a PNG or a JPEG or what would be best is an SVG, .SVG, which is a scalable vector graphic. That allows you to make it bigger or smaller without losing any of the, really, the, the uh parts of the picture itself that would make it viewable, all right? So you, you know how this is. You, may, you take a picture and you blow it up really big and it becomes pixelated. Well, with an SVG type of graphic, that's not going to happen. It's going to be sharp. It's going to look good whether you make it big or you make it small. So you can have all sorts of different types of QR codes printed up. And I want to look at them if you, here as, you, as we talk about this because they can even have descriptions on them. They could be a, just the sticker of the QR code, a business card, all sorts of different ways. And you can track and see how many people are clicking on it, how many people are coming through, and where they are coming from. So you print out the QR code, which is what we have done in, in the one country we are testing this in right now, and then you begin to distribute them. So you form your team, you brainstorm ways on your team of how you can get these QR codes out there. There's any place that you can put a sticker or a code is something that you could use this QR code after you have 
built it out, figured out where you want to send people to, and, and then you've printed them out. So you plan, you go out, and you distribute these QR codes in your region, in your target area of where you're trying to do it. So there's different types that you can do. One way you could do this is by doing a sticker. So stickers can be placed in public places. You probably have them in your city where there's all sorts of QR codes or stickers that have been placed around. You can do this, and you can do this in high traffic areas. Now be aware of this. These stickers could be seen as vandalism. In fact, Josiah, who's a friend of mine in their ministry there at Renew World Outreach, I was at a tech gathering, about 12 of us or so, about a month or two ago, where I was talking about this idea. He helped lean in, helped even on this presentation, and as we were talking about this idea, he, he used the phrase evangelism instead of evangelism. I was like, Josiah, did, did you just make that up? That's an amazing thing. I love it. So yes, it could be evangelism as in this idea, but you do need to be careful. All right. So I'm not telling you to go out and vandalize, but there are places in cities where stickers are culturally acceptable to do that. So that could be a great one where you could put these stickers and put them all sorts of places to people that see them. All right. So that's one. Another one is just a business card. And you could print them out with the QR code on it, and it could have this phrases or phrases put on it, like, do you need hope, or can we pray for you, or whatever. These could be evangelism, or it could be left behind on a bus or in a restaurant, or you can give them out to people. There's lots of ways that you can distribute these business cards. But once again, it's the QR code that is dynamic. So even if the website or the prayer page you're sending pe people to changes, the QR code doesn't have to change. Another type is just posters. You could print up posters and have the same kind of phrases on them, offering prayer, whatever it might be, and put the QR codes on them. Right? So this might be a little bit more acceptable culturally in certain places to put up a poster advertising it. A final one would just be on your phone screen itself. It's very easy to bring up that picture, just like you would share any normal picture, that QR code with someone, and they couldn't see it, scan it, and bring it in to their phone and click on it to go to wherever. So the use of these QR codes is a really powerful way to be able to share with other people. So you can do it relationally, you could do it through posters, you can do it through stickers or business cards. No matter what, it is a way for you to be able to give people access to these different pages, and even if the page changes, your QR codes are still going to be there. All right, so I'm really excited about this idea. It's just another tool, a technique to be using it. If you're not using QR codes, I would really encourage you to explore it. Explore using these, sending people to your Bible apps or to your evangelistic website or wherever it might be. Maybe you have a prayer page or some sort of resource for people. Using these QR codes is just another distribution method another distribution channel. In some ways, it's not technical. It's offline, face-to-face, -face, putting it in places where you're not going to be maybe even running ads. Like, There's so many ways that you could use this. So I would love to hear from you if you're trying this out or if you have tried it. I'd love to hear from you about what you learned through the process. We're using it. We're testing it in a pretty hard place right now, and I'm really looking forward to just seeing what God does through that. 
All right, well, thank you so much for spending some time with me. Thank you for watching this co this show today about the QR codes. I hope it's going to be a benefit. Uh, there goes my dog right behind the scenes. There you saw that one there. So uh, if you're watching the YouTube show, regardless whether you're listening or watching, um, I pray that this will be a blessing to you. As always, reach out to us if you have some ideas or some subjects that you would love for us to be teaching and training about. We would love to share that with you. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.